Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 257. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road Andy. Yes, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. All right, Andy, we got a lot of good stuff to get into today. Um, we're going to start off with the mask mandate is going to be leaving a lot of states here, uh, here and uh, California is included uh, on February 15th after the Super Bowl, yes. which is also in uh, Los Angeles County. Which has its own rules. But. Yes, and uh, they will be giving everyone in the attendance a, an N95 mask. And uh-huh, uh, okay. I'm surprised there wasn't a prop bet on that. I don't know how they could do it, I guess. But of will anyone in the stands on TV be wearing a mask? Yeah, well, they're going to go to Magic Johnson again because they want they want to recreate the magic. Yeah, and he'll he'll have to have one on, or they'll just like Photoshop it in real time <laughs> on his head. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, I think they've already said like masks, especially paper ones, don't do anything. So what are we doing anyway? Was it last week we were talking about these you know weirdos in their car by themselves wearing masks? Yeah, yeah, you still see it. Uh, I just worry. I think people are just like, ah, it's more work to take it off. I mean, some of those ones are hard to put on and off, you know. What do you mean? Which (laughs) ones are those? The real good ones. Well, if you're wearing a real good one, I suppose, but... Though I, mean, I, I, I don't seal, see so. any person wearing an N95 in the car. I see him wearing yeah. the, you know, I'm a doctor's assistant in the lab and I have to wear this thing over my face. That yeah. one, which is a paper and those, mask. And those are actually better than the cloth ones. They yeah, I've been wearing a cloth one the entire time. I've not paid yeah. for one. I won't pay for one. Uh, that's actually not true. I have two that are spares for when I w- had to work out and you had to like bring it. Um, uh, so if I had to wash those, I also want to get a haircut back in the day. You had to wear one. Now mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Um, also, as in Big Bear, what? Where does that fall? Is that San Bernardino County? Yeah. Ugh, heaven up there. Not a single person wearing masks inside. Wonderful. We're probably we're supposed to, you know. But <laughs> you can't tell me what to do, Andy. Um, yeah, it's very very mixed. Where got where I've gone here, just kind of like, eh, no one cares. Yeah, it's nice that uh, I think everyone's kind of just like, come on, enough of this. Like, I already got this cold and I'm I'm over it. I understand wearing a mask when you're really cold and it's like my nose is freezing. I'm going to put on this piece of paper. Or if you're trying to protect yourself from the sun, uh, those are where I'll be like, yeah, I'm on board. But I have a big hat. I'm going to wear a big hat. And it doesn't get cold here. It's 82 degrees right now. Well, it's been been cold. It's been a, a decently cold winter, so uh, I guess one day doesn't change everything. Yeah, but so that's nice. Um, very good. All right, a couple of cool things to to go over, Andy. I, I got I got married over the weekend. If you didn't know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Pretty good. It was a, a lot of fun, and uh, what I got out of that. Well, I got a whole bunch of stuff, but two things specifically that I'm excited about. I got a slow cooker. And I got a sous vide. Okay. I know you have a slow cooker, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't think you have a sous vide. No. So I started just browsing the the web for recipes and and, and this and that. And I found 80 things you can make in your slow cooker. From cinnamon rolls to mac and cheese to uh, beef and broccoli to, you know, pulled pork. Andy. Make your own corned beef just in time for the season. I blown away. Slow cooker spaghetti. Are you kidding? That seems that would make me nervous. How do you how do you clean this thing? Uh they're kind of a pain. Like they're heavy. But you, but, know, you just fill it up with warm water and scrub it, you know. Okay. It, it might fit in a dishwasher. Mm. They're pretty big. Our dishwasher does have pots and pans feature. Yeah, you might be able to do it. Although I don't know, it's they're like ceramic, so I'll probably just clean it myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the turkey chili, I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, what what would you recommend putting in there? Uh, I, I see on a, here you can do a pizza. Uh, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do anything and pretend it's something. You know, slow cooker pizza with a yeah. photo of something that's shaped like that pan looks pretty good actually. Yeah, 
But uh, a couple weeks ago, I made uh, a pot roast. So just uh, you get a chuck roast from the store and put some potatoes and carrots and onions in there uh, with a little water. Let it let it sit for the day. And then when you pull the meat out there, throw a little bit of flour into all that liquid mm-hmm. and stir it up and let that go. And you just got a, an amazing gravy to go with it. Oh, wow. So real good. But yeah, my favorite is still doing corned beef. So I, I do like three corned beefs a year when they're when they come out because they're just they're so good. And chicken Alfredo. Yeah. I'm just in awe. And then the sous vide, there's an app to control this thing, and it has recipes. Medium rare steak, chicken breast, salmon, pork chops, ribs, potatoes, pork tenderloin. Oh, I can't wait to jump into this thing. Brisket, scallops, Andy. Oh, my gosh. Prime rib. Well, you have to buy this stuff. Obviously, you do. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. So I never really cooked any of this stuff. Like we did the salmon in the air fryer. That was our specialty. But it's like, I don't know. You'd put, I like when you could just, this is the thing's job. You you put it to a temperature. You pour a bunch of stuff into a thing and you walk away. Like the sous vide is really easy. It's, there's no mess. You're heating up water, but the food is in a bag in that water. So you just throw away the baggie when you're done. You do have to, you know, sear it on a pan at the end of the day, but one pan to clean. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, so. it sounds sounds fun. You could make broccoli. Yeah, homemade broccoli. <laughs> I don't know. It's the good stuff. Try to think of something boring, but that checks mix on here. I don't understand make, that. As I was gonna say, can you make popcorn or something? Uh, they also have like Put the kernels inside of the bag and then I'll probably blow up everything. Yeah. Slow roasted peanuts. Okay. I don't know. I mean, there's 80 things on this one list of, uh, yeah. recipes. So pretty excited to jump into that. And I'll, I'll probably do a review of one or two of these things, uh, as I start making it. I don't, I don't know when that'll happen, but it'll be soon. I bet. Hopefully. All right. Moving right on, Andy, I guess the Academy Awards have been announced. Yeah, I think it was uh, Monday, Monday morning. They they put out the nominations, and uh, we'll go through them. I think uh, a lot of the experts are saying like this is uh, pretty pretty expected. Not a lot of surprises. It seemed like they uh, they did it. They made a good list of stuff. So uh, we'll just uh, get into it here. Uh, best picture we've got. So it's 10, 10 nominations. They, you know, I think they they said it's definitely going to be ten. They could do less than ten, but they're like we're going to do ten this year. Uh, so we've got a uh, Belfast, uh, Coda, which is an Apple, an Apple Plus movie. What was it called? Apple Apple TV Plus, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's their first ever nomination. Uh, Don't Look Up. So Netflix, Netflix has been nominated before. They haven't won yet. Uh, I don't think they're going to win for Don't Look Up, but uh, they might win for their other one. Uh, the next one, Drive My Car. This is a Japanese movie. It's a the Beatles first... song. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's also a Japanese movie. The first ever wow. Japanese. Japanese language movie to be uh, nominated for best picture. So uh, we saw Parasite win a couple years ago. So I think times are times are changed. Uh, you can have foreign films win. Uh, How come Dune, Don't Look Up is nominated. They liked it. I mean, all of his movies have been nominated so far. Hmm. So I mean, not not like Anchorman, but you know his the serious movies. Uh, yeah, no, his his second act. <laughs> yeah, um, it, that'll be very controversial if that one because I I think it's like. 58% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. I mean, um, it, it. the whole thing is it's like, oh, it's a Netflix movie. Like, it doesn't come off like the big short or Vice or anything like... Well, I don't know. It's it movie like stars it, and everything, yeah. It's, yeah, that's fine. You can have movie stars in it, but the big short is like, oh my God, like that's a wonderful movie. This was just like, eh, look, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I no, I, Sam I, Rockwell was in it. I, I was surprised. I, I didn't think it was that great, but it, it, I was glad to have it on Netflix, but... Yeah, I wouldn't have watched it in movie theaters, but I watched it on Netflix. Yeah. Um, we also got Dune. I'm excited about that. Dune is uh, not necessarily a movie that's always nominated for an Oscars. Uh, for like yeah, it's a, nice to see that sci-fi. nominated. Yeah, a big yeah. budget movie. Uh, then we got King Richard, the uh, Will Smith, uh, Williams Sisters movie. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's really good. I don't know if it's the best picture, but uh, I don't know what's the best one on this list. Uh, Licorice Pizza, which again, another movie I liked but didn't think was incredible. Does anyone uh, actually know how to spell licorice? 
Yeah, I'm a good speller. And I I'm like a good black speller licorice. too, but I would possibly get it wrong. Lico rice. There you go. Yeah, it's the weirdest <laughs> word in the whole wide world. Yeah, I don't is there other words where ICE is a ish? I don't know. <laughs> just, when you look at words, that, like some of it is like, that's weird. It should be licorice. Yeah, like, that would make more sense. Yeah, that was my know. first dog's name. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then we got three more. Nightmare Alley, which uh, is available now to watch in multiple places. And I'll talk about that later. Uh, the Power of the Dog. So another Netflix movie. And a lot of experts are saying this is the favorite. Uh, I, I really like this. I said I, the first time I watched it, I didn't know if it was great. And then I watched it again. And I was like, oh, this is really good. But again, how good is a movie if you have to watch it twice? But uh, this could win. This prize, I think it's the favorite right now to win Best Picture, which would be Netflix's first. Uh, then the last one, West Side Story, uh, Steven Spielberg's latest movie, which is uh, also going to be available to watch pretty soon on streaming. So. I think it's coming to Disney Plus in March, they announced today. So a lot of these movies will be you'll be able to watch on a streaming service somewhere. Um, I don't know about Belfast I'm, isn't don't look or drive my car isn't. But like Dune and King Richard were on the HBO Max deal. Uh, Nightmare Alley's on HBO Max right now. You got two Netflix movies. So uh, that's cool that they're available. That's always the problem with a lot of these with the Oscars, it's like yeah. a movie is like only shown in one theater and it's like, oh, well, no one saw it. So, all right. Then for best director, we've got uh, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh, I'm not going to try the name. The, the, the director of Drive My Car, the Japanese yeah. man, uh, Mr. Hamaguchi. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. I, th- I think I got it, Andy. Ryu yep. Suki. Yep, I think so. <laughs> uh, so. So Jane Campion's the first woman to be nominated twice for best director. So. Um, Miss, missing an H in her last yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Steven Spielberg, who has been nominated for Best Director in six consecutive decades. So uh, He's amazing. <laughs> I'd like to have him go back to his roots and make, you know, Jurassic Park. Well, his, his next one is that, that like autobiographical thing, which, yeah, it's not going to be Jurassic Park, but I'm looking forward to that. Indiana Jones. He's not doing it. Yeah, I know. I'd like him to go back to those things. He's got he's got to do one more like adventure film before he hangs it up. But yeah, because um, I'm not seeing West Side Story. No offense. Someone's it's offended. Supposed to be, it's supposed to be magical. You know? I don't care. <laughs> so was La La Land. I heard. Yeah, couldn't do it. All right. Then we got for, for actor. We got Javier Bardem being the Ricardos. Oh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog. Uh, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. This is a Netflix thing. I've been scene uh will smith king richard and then denzel washington for tragedy of Macbeth. so uh there's a good chance we see will smith with an oscar is that his first yeah, yeah he I didn't get one for the wild wild west <laughs> he did not uh what what if kenneth branagh won for best director and will smith won for best actor you'd have two wild wild west stars winning oscars that'd be great pretty amazing yeah as uh kevin klein ever won oscar he's he's a good actor you is know? he an Could actor be- anymore I I've, I don't think so. <laughs> probably like, but he was he probably did like theater like every other day. He seems yeah. like one of those, you know. I'm looking. I'm looking yeah. it up because he did like two movies. I also can't spell his name. I'm, he did movies in like the 80s. You they know, they don't like was, him. Yeah. Oh, his last name is spelled pretty strange. Yeah, he was like I K L I N E. It does Bob's Burgers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mr. Uh, Fish Odor. Uh, that doesn't sound doesn't sound her right. name. Yep. Uh, the Good House. He does stuff. All right. He things in not... twenty twenty one. Yeah, he's just not in Dune or anything. No one watches it. Yeah, he was in Beauty and the Beast. In okay. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Probably a voice. Yeah, I think it's an animated movie. No, that was a, that was a live action. Oh. But the like clock and shit was animated. Obviously, they didn't get a real clock and get yeah, it to talk like so. a play. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I stand corrected, I suppose. And then we got a uh, best actress here, Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye, which I talked about last week. And I said that movie was made just for her to give a really good performance. So uh, mm. no surprise there. Uh, Olivia Coleman for the lost daughter. She won two years ago and was nominated like every year. She's just the greatest British actor ever. So uh, Penelope Cruz for parallel mothers, which you know, she's is Spanish. Ma- married to Javier Bardem. 
Yes. So there's actually there's actually two couples that have been that are nominated. Nicole Kidman's married to uh, no, Benedict that, Cumberbatch. That, no, that country guy. But uh, yeah, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. So Jesse Plemons uh, is a wait. No, that's Kristen. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, so Jesse. So best supporting actor and best supporting actress Jesse Plemons and Kristen Dunst both nominated and they're uh, they're married. They were in the same movie where they were married. So uh, that's neat. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, also in that category, we got J.K. Simmons, your favorite. So he's wonderful. Yeah, being the Ricardos. Did you watch it yet? No, I, it's available, so I should watch it. That's it's the only fun. It's the only Amazon thing that's got any attention here. Uh, Reacher will be uh, their next uh, <laughs> next uh, Tony season or whatever they got. Yeah. I'm, I'm. We're gonna watch that, so don't don't worry. I watched one episode so far, yeah. so I'll I'll be reviewing that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> without spoilers, I suppose. Right. Uh, best I can later in the show. Yeah. All right, so when when does this happen? Is it on TV? Is it hostless? Uh, is Kevin Hart a part of it? D- does anyone give a shit? What happened? Kevin Hart is permanently banned. Even if he makes the greatest movie ever, he'll never be allowed. <laughs> okay. um, He's never going to so be looks- <laughs> in a movie that's even coming out the same day as the greatest movie ever. <laughs> I don't know. You, you never know that some of these great directors are just like, let's do it. It's a challenge. It's like, uh, I mean, Sandler is a legitimately good actor, but people have done that. Like, I'm going to put him in a good movie. And really wow people, but yeah, I don't think I could see Cappy Gilmore or something. <laughs> I don't think Kevin Hart can pull that off. No. Um, so March twenty seventh is when that that's happening. So uh, plenty of time to check out these movies, like yeah, um, best live action short film, uh, a la Kachu. There you go. You caught who? <laughs> that's a, that's the name of a movie. It's I'm sure it's foreign. It's made by. Maria Brendel and Nadine Luchinger. So, yep. Good good uh, pronunciation there. Yep. There's a, there's a ton of weird stuff. On. I've seen like three of these movies, so. Yeah. I haven't even heard of most of them. I think that's how it's supposed to be, though. Uh, yeah, like Coda. It's like, oh, it's an Apple movie. Okay. Why, why uh, does that exist? Uh, Makes me upset. Princess. Uh, uh, Diana Princess, whatever. What's her name? Princess Diana. Yeah, Spencer, that is on Hulu, and I added it to my list. It doesn't okay. look like it's fun, but I don't it looks so, like there's <laughs> there's a Christmas tree, and so it, it just looks royal. And it's like, eh, maybe I'll watch it, but I'm sure when I learn it's two hours fifty one minutes, I'll be disappointed. I don't know yeah, if it's actually sure. that long. Uh it's a neon movie. That's why it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. See, that that's what I thought is like. So neon also did a uh, pig, which is like. Put Nicolas Cage on here, you assholes. Just do it. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Needs to happen. Yeah. I need him to go back to normal. Like, I understand he was in this, you know, I need to make money phase. But can we get you know, Con Air 2 or, you know, well, okay, The so Rock and a Half? I didn't put this in. <laughs> How do you like that title? <laughs> this wasn't big enough for, for the news section, but I saw something where it was like, uh, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones cast in the new National Treasure. And I'm like, yeah. what? Pretty amazing. And then, Nothing to do with Nicolas Cage. And it's like, fuck you guys. Why would you do that? Like, how dare you? He probably did, he said no to them. Yeah, he declined. He's like, I, it's too it's too sensitive these days. You can't steal the Declaration of Independence. It's just. It's I mean, rude. he already did it. Yeah. So we can't do it again. No. Not in this climate, you know. No. <laughs> All right. You want to move on here? Yeah, so that's happening uh, eventually. So there you go. You have time. All right, and tell us about Scream Six. It's Scream Six is going to happen. Scream Five was successful enough that they said, "Let's do it again." Same same crew. Uh, it was left open that they could, you know, make another one. They they introduced these new characters. Uh, I imagine the original crew is wouldn't come back for this, and that's kind of like uh, what's going to happen. I, I don't need this. I really enjoyed Scream Five. I think it's fine to leave it as is, but also these are talented horror filmmakers that will be able to do cool stuff. And With Fast and the Furious slowing down, do you think Vin Diesel comes aboard? If they can get him, yeah. yeah. I, I I wonder if... I don't know if he wants to do anything other than Fast and the Furious. It seems I don't like. know if he can. Could you imagine him and Scream? Like, Would it walking just over people, to the killer like, here, have yeah. a Bud Light. We're family. Would it take people so out of it if to see him in like a, a, something different, like you would expect him to be like driving a car. 
It's like, like first off, like, like hold on, you own a shirt with sleeves. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, if you stab Vin Diesel, he wouldn't die. There's too much muscle. Yeah, so the killer would be useless. Like you made a big mistake coming into this house. I'm Dominic Toretto. I don't even. I, I think that's his last name. I don't know what his name. Of is. course, yeah. He Was just, that he right? Just plays character, yeah. I don't know how that crossover would. Uh, Let me go get my my Camaro, and I'm going to yeah. run you over. Yeah, well, they need good good product placement for for Scream Six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's oh. like I'd probably rather see these guys go do something else. I mean, they did Ready or Not, which I really enjoyed, and it's like they they can make a good original movie. Uh, so maybe it's easier to not though. Yeah, maybe they're only really offered Scream Six. They get a bigger budget with Scream Six, so yeah. uh, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, and you know it must be Halloween, Andy, because and big budgets. I hope this one has. There's a Goosebumps series in the works, huh? Yeah, this is what it's been rumored for forever. What they're gonna do more with Goosebumps? You know, Arl Stein's really hot right now. Oh, uh, <laughs> right now, it's yeah. always. Uh, but yeah, he the, walks into any restaurant. He's got a table like that. Yeah, well, he's got to have room for that briefcase. So yeah, really important. Uh, well, the you know they have the, the two movies that came out uh, in the last ten years. Uh, well, they're going to follow it up with a, a series coming to Disney Plus. Uh, Rob Letterman, who uh, directed the first movie, is is on board to be producing and writing. Uh, and Nicholas Stoller, who's a writer director of like forgetting Sarah Marshall and getting to the Greek and the Muppets movie, all kinds of stuff is also going to be producing and directing and everything. So uh, it's an interesting team up right there. A uh, couple, I guess, comedy people, Rob Letterman also did the, the Pikachu movie from a couple years back, which I, which I enjoyed really good, good kids movie. Uh, but yeah, this is coming to Disney plus series. So uh, it's going to be that classic goosebumps of, you know, it'll be scary, but you know, it'll be for kids. So uh, I hope they, they make it in Canada. I think that's like really important to the yeah, feel. I, don't think they're, I think that's in the contract. Like you're not allowed to make this anywhere else. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, Vancouver. I mean, you can maybe go into like Calgary or something. But like, yeah, it's it's got to be Western Canada only. You get north. And you yeah. get up there now. It's yeah. very exciting. So uh, hopefully that's out by Halloween this year. I mean, it's better. How, how hard is it to make an episode of Goosebumps? Come on. I think you can roll an episode a day, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, very exciting. I never got a chance to watch the like the high school one that was on Disney Plus. I tried and I just it, I don't know. It was too bad and there was no nostalgia packing it. You know, so I I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping this is classic Goosebumps, but yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think it's going to be just remaking the books again, but hopefully it's something good. Yeah, I I bet it will be. All right, so uh, Boba Fett concluded, and uh, I have two episodes left. The Book of Boba Fett? I think it concludes tonight, right? Well, today it concluded. Okay, Okay, I'm like, wait, I'm not behind. Um, And from what I've seen online, people were not very impressed with this series, uh, myself kind of included, which is why I have two episodes to watch now. Um. But the good news is the Mandalorian season three is expected around Christmas time. So I think yeah. they realize like this is something to hold you over. We're working on the big one. Yeah. Well, you did see. Yeah, they did that whole thing, a whole episode dedicated to the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Very, very strange what, what they've done. Uh, they didn't feel confident that the story would hold up on its own. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. On. I just but. wonder why. Of all the Star Wars characters they can make or they're already around, why do you have two shows that are on the same kind of person, same soldier? Why <laughs> yeah, not give, you know, uh, is it Lando? Yeah, they, they wanted to do a Lando thing. They just had to get Don Glover involved and he's you know, a busy man. So yeah. Or um, try your Han Solo thing and give him a show. Well, that would probably have to be part of the Lando thing because they're the best buds. But. Yeah. I yeah. did appreciate the callbacks on the Boba Fett show, but again, it just, it, it didn't really hit any like ooze for me. It was just, eh, I'll watch it. Yeah. And this, this most recent one had some cool stuff, had some weird stuff, but 
it's also not building the story that they were telling for the first four episodes. And yeah, it it seemed like everyone wanted to see Boba Fett come back because he was like a cool character. And then they're like, why don't we just do a show with guy wears the same armor, but he's a different guy. And like, that'll be cool. And then they're like, how about we actually also bring in Boba Fett to that show? And it's like, I don't know. But, you know, they know what they're doing. They created yeah. a small Yoda that people like. So uh, they're going to live off that for like decades. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on and let's talk about Huracana. Yeah. So this is a, a new movie that's uh, going to be about Anna Nicole, if you remember uh, big tabloid star from 90s and early 2000s. I think she, she died in like 2007 and it was all over everywhere. Uh, but it seems like this is the move with we had um, the impeachment show and uh, Pam and Tommy just started on Hulu that every like tabloid type person from that era. It's like, well, we got to do the real story. And um, I'm a sucker for all of them. So I'll probably end up watching this. Uh, it's going to star uh, Betty Gilpin of uh, Glow, who I'm a fan of. So she's good. Uh, yeah, uh, she was in that uh, war, like kidnapped people fight. Yeah, the island, movie. the hunt, hunt. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's called. The killing people movie. <laughs> uh, I didn't see if this is this seems like this should be like a straight to a streaming movie, but it didn't say. I don't think a lot of people are going to go to the movie theaters to see a movie like this. But yeah, I will be interested in seeing this when it does eventually become available. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I remember the stories. And it's like, I don't know who the old person was that she was married to. And yeah, and she had like a kid. And then it was like, I, I worked at a grocery store during when that happened. And it was on every fucking magazine for like five months. Yeah. So weird. Speaking of weird, uh, Spider-Man spinoff you were talking about? Yeah, so, you know, Sony owns Spider-Man, but they don't own the other stuff, all the other Marvel stuff, so they have to uh, get creative. That's why we've seen two Venom movies. That's why we've got that uh, the Jared Leto vampire thing coming out this year, because uh, they own the rights to these side Spider-Man characters. So they're trying to, you know, do everything they can, and that's, I mean, we've seen two animated uh, the Spider-Verse movies. Um there's going to be a spider woman movie. Uh, and then the, in addition to that spider Woman movie, a movie featuring the character called uh, Madam web. So another female character who has some sort of spider powers. Um, and it's going to be Dakota Johnson. is going to be playing her. Uh, we're going to just going to be inundated with spider related shit forever. Um, there's also a, a Craven, the hunter movie coming out next year or something. So, uh, if you're already tired of comic book movies, there's just going to be like 19 Sony comic book movies featuring various spider related characters. So where are these going to uh, end up? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, where do people watch it? The movie theater. Oh, I thought they Sony were TV shows. No, Sony doesn't have like streaming services. That's what I mean. Just, that's why just, I was they confused. Make, they're making these are all movies. The, the Morbius Jared Leto thing. That's a movie that's going to be in a movie theater. Do women really want to be a superhero like Spider-Man? I mean, why not? I mean, Spider-Man seems like pretty cool powers. You can swing through the city. Um, but you're really only able to do that in New York City. Yeah. Well, this, like this, it was such a reach. He's like, oh, I'm going to lift off this clock tower in Rome. Like, No, you're not. It's 36 feet yeah. high. Well, I mean, that yeah, that, the first one with Tom Holland had like the joke where he's running through the neighborhood and he reaches a golf course and he's like, ah, oh, he just has to run through it. Yeah, pretty so, good. I don't remember that. Uh, but um, these characters, they're, they're not identical to Spider-Man. They have different powers. Like this one's supposed to be like read minds or some shit. I don't know. Spiders can't um, do that. You, how do you know? How do you know they don't know what we're thinking? Oh my God. <laughs> because if they know what we're thinking, they would know we're terrified of them. Yeah. And just bully us. I don't know. But it's just, it's, I, when I saw this, it's like, oh, this is that Spider Woman movie they said they were going to make last year. It's like, oh no, no, they're still making that one, and they're doing this. So, yep. think they're ever going to run with that idea of a uh, Spider Pig? They Spider Pig is part of uh, the Spider Verse movie, so that's true. Yeah, just do spinoffs of all those weird characters too. Yeah. 
All right. Annoying. I, I'm sick of the word, the, the phrase spinoff, too. Okay. Uh, Futurama's coming back. Again, yeah. So Futurama originally aired, I think, like 1999 is when that first came out uh, from the, the creators of The Simpsons on uh, Fox. And it lasted, I don't know, like six years or something. And it was canceled. And then you see it on TBS or whatever would put it on. Uh, and then eventually, like, we're bringing it back. And they brought it back, I think, on Comedy Central and went for like another five seasons. And they're like, oh, that's good. That's good. Um, and now it's coming back again. So it'll be coming to to Hulu. And they've got, they said, most of the original cast coming back. Uh, I assume they'll get everyone they need. I don't know how uh, voice, not like voice acting is easy, but it's convenient for everyone because you yeah. just do it. You could do it at your home. Like all the voice yeah. actors just do it at home. Uh, We're kind of like doing our yeah. voice recordings from home. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I can't, you're not going to have like scheduling conflicts. You're just like, yeah, just record your lines later. Come on. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the show. Uh, it's stupid and smart at the same time. So I'm always ready for more of it. And if they just, it's like, we'll just do uh we'll do a couple seasons and go away for eight years and then have some new ideas and come back. Yeah, it's like Kirby later. enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. So I uh, wonder if that means like the whole back catalog is coming to Hulu. It might already be there, actually. I don't know. Um, yeah, I never got into that show. I've seen it. Yeah, I never it never did anything for me. It's got robots and stuff. Yeah, the devil robot. He was funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Michael Mann's Ferrari movie. Yeah, this is a movie he's been trying to make for quite a while and is finally going to do it. So Michael Mann's 79 years old and he hasn't made a movie in a while, but uh, this is his passion project. And he's uh, finally he's going to do it. Adam Driver, incredible name for a guy who uh, creates cars, uh, is going to star as Enzo Ferrari. So, uh, yeah, this is not like this is different than Ford versus Ferrari. This is a, a biopic about uh, Enzo Ferrari. So um, didn't. Uh, Entourage do that, or is that a different car guy? Uh, I think you're right. I think they yeah. Did. So they're just ripping off Entourage. That's great. That happens a no. lot. I mean, Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so right. Hugh Jackman is. Uh, yeah, everyone knows he's a pretty famous Italian. Well, no, it's not Hugh Jackman. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at on here. No, no, no. Hugh Jackman's been replaced by Adam Driver. They're both on here. I'm pretty sure Adam Driver replaced him. Oh. Hugh Jackman's listed on here as wow. Enzo Ferrari. So this is developing by Andy right now. Yeah. Who's Penelope Cruz? Uh, she's an actress. She's Spanish. Uh, oh, hilarious, uh, Andy. I don't know all the characters. <laughs> she locked California or something. <laughs> uh, but Adam Driver, we've already seen, he he could play Italian men. So, yeah, you know, he's, he's right for the role. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Michael Mann's a great filmmaker. You know, Heat and... Miami Vice and all kinds of things. So I'm into this. Uh, I, I love yeah. uh, these stories and I I'm all I'm on board. Yeah. Big time. All right. Well, yeah, stay tuned for more info on that. Uh, as I Maybe imagine. Hugh Jackman will be back in it. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Be Lamborghini. All right. We got some trailers, Andy. You ready to talk about the dropout? Yeah, new uh, new Hulu series about Elizabeth Holmes. So she's that weird lady who uh, started that Theranos or something. Yeah, the company that was going to like take your blood, and then it was like all a scam. And uh, she was recently sentenced right, or convicted, like yeah, two weeks I ago think, or something. Yeah, just recently. Um, but obviously, this has been in the works. If they have a trailer, it's been in the works for longer than that. Uh, interesting enough is uh, Adam McKay is also going to make a movie on this woman with. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh, for Netflix. So oh boy. there there was a, an HBO documentary, I believe, now a Hulu series, and then a Netflix movie. So uh, very, very popular subject, uh, this woman. But uh, I watched the trailer. It looks, looks really good. A ton of people in it. So it's a... Yeah, I'm looking um, at this cast. Amanda Seyfried is the, the main character here, but then a million people as side characters and stuff. And it's like, I was like, oh, it's William H. Macy. All right, cool. He knows a lot about being a criminal, so perfect. Yeah. Kurtwood Smith of RoboCop fame. Yeah. He's in the other trailer I've got, to. Oh, boy. Bill Irwin of uh, The Grinch fame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
I'll watch it. I don't yeah, know. and that comes out uh, in a month. So March 3rd. Yeah. All right. Well, the next one we have to talk about is uh, Firestarter. Yeah, Stephen King book. It was made into a movie in the 80s with uh, Drew Barrymore, if you remember. Uh, well, they're doing another one. Uh, so it's not actually a remake of the movie, but just another adaptation. Uh, Zach Efron stars, which is neat. Is he, like, is he a, the dad? He's the dad. It's like he's, yeah, that's, that makes sense. That lines up with yeah. how old he is. 87. Uh, so he's yeah. 30. Uh, how old am I? 32. So 36-ish, yeah. 35. So this is a, uh, it's a, it's a Blumhouse production, and they usually partner with uh, Universal. So this movie will be coming uh, to Peacock uh, the same day as it comes to theaters on May 13th. I'll fancy so, uh, that. That's cool. That I mean, no one has Peacock, so they're like, we need somebody. But that's uh, they did the same thing with uh, Halloween, which was I have their last. Peacock through, I think, the 13th of this month. So. Well, this comes out May 13th. so Yeah. We're running out of time. <laughs> um, uh, but one of the cool things about this movie that's got me excited uh, it's being scored by John Carpenter and his whole crew that has done the scores for the Halloween movies as well. So uh, he's never going to make a movie again. He's, he has said he hasn't made a movie in 20 plus years and he's done with that, but he still Whoa. likes making music. Mm. So this is cool that they've, they were able to get him to do this and the Halloween movies as well. And he was actually going to direct that one from the eighties. Um, but I guess according to, uh, you know, some history because people didn't like the movie, the thing, he ended up getting fired from the project, which is hilarious because like the thing is now considered an all-time classic, while uh, the '80s Firestarter movie is definitely not considered an all-time classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they probably should have let him direct it because he's he's really good. But uh, that's it's cool. And he's like, yeah, I'll come back. Maybe he's just like, yeah, just pay me. I'll do it. Yeah, money talks, Andy. <laughs> All right, ready for the last trailer? Yeah, Lightyear. Coming uh, June 17th. I watched it. That's the only of the three trailers I've watched. Um, I just, they have to answer why it's not Tim Allen's voice. That's all I need. If they don't, I'm going to hate this. I was thinking about this. They need to do, they need to have a post credit scene where like after whatever happens, the drama, he gets back home. He meets an actor and they're like, hey, and then it's Tim Allen's voice. And it's like, okay, because Tim Allen's voice is doing the voice for like when they make that into a character, right? That's the only yeah. way this makes sense. Yeah. So Buzz Lightyear was a, was a real person and now they're... And they couldn't afford to get the real person's voice. Well, because the real person is an astronaut and not an actor. So when they're making like a cartoon show... Oh, you're saying... ah. Uh... There's okay. many layers of... Yeah, we're getting very A movie within a movie onions. within a movie... <laughs> But they have to have something like that. I really would. I really would hope to see some sort of a credit in here for Tim Allen. That's you know, like, oh, that's the big secret. Yeah, because it'd be fun. I mean, put Tom Hanks in here too. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, put them both. They're both actors, and they're like, that would be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I did watch this, uh, and they did announce like the other people are in it. I, Taika Waititi's in it, and it's like, oh, I could when I looked. You know, when I saw he was in it, I looked out for what character he is. He's like an assistant guy, and it's like, oh yeah, that's him. Okay, yeah, pretty good. But yeah, this looks this looks really good, and I have to think they're not going to put this to Disney Plus. They're going to want to make yeah. millions of dollars on this one, so it will be there eventually. Yeah, but they're not going to put it directly. No. All right. Well, pretty fun. Uh, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off. Wow, right? So head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you've been waiting for. And when you plug in promo code TONY at checkout, you're going to get 65% off that dog leash. That's thecliplessleash.com. All right, Andy, how many things do you have? We got four. Oh, wow. I have three. 
Okay. Let her rip. You start us off. We'll go ever. All right. Other. So I uh, watched watched a, uh, more TV this this week, and and I probably will continue with that. Uh, the first thing I watched season three of You, uh, the thing on Netflix about the uh, stalker, creepy stalker guy who's good at making people fall in love with him, but he's really a creepy stalker murderer guy. Um, so season three takes place in like uh, a fake Marin County town, and it's just all about how all the rich tech people are you know actually vacant people and everything and it's 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 a whole lot of fun this show is not good but it knows what it is and it's fun so i enjoyed this one as well and it looks like they're just going to keep making them forever he'll always slip away at the end and go on to the next thing so uh i enjoy it i understand it's this is never going to win uh best picture even though it's a show because it so it definitely won't but uh it's fun for me I'm pretty good. I think I've seen some of that. Yeah, it had. Um, do you remember the movie Accepted with Justin Long? There was the like frat guy who was like the boyfriend of the the girl. Yes, kind of the antagonist there. Uh, Floyd <laughs> wasn't Ambrose. He? okay. Ambrose. You got it right. Wow, he was in this as like you know like a tech billionaire guy who now just lives in the outdoors or whatever. Yeah. And he's also (laughs) in a show I watch frequently with my wife. Oh, okay. What I did there. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, he plays kind of a turd in that show too. It was just funny. Like, Hey, it's been 15 years since that movie came out. And it's like, you know, I don't think I, I noticed it from accepted, but yeah, that you're, that seems spot on. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in many, many years. I know. Where is that? Remember Lewis Black? Yeah, that was. They filmed a lot of that at Chapman. Yeah, what a movie! They just don't make them like that anymore, you know. No. What happened to Justin Long? Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. He has all that Mac money. Yeah. Well, pretty good. Does that wrap up your first one? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I watched on Netflix over the uh, my long weekend. We were soldiers from 2002, starring Mel Gibson and a whole bunch of other people, including Greg Kinnear, Sam Elliott. Chris Klein, you may know him as Oz Striker from mm-hmm. American Pie. Uh, Barry Pepper, who's also a really good sniper in World War II. Um, John Hamm, who I'm looking at Ooh, it. Wow, his, yeah. his name in here is Matt Dillon, Colonel Captain Matt Dillon. Oh, okay. I was like, that's Weird. confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Greg or Clark Gregg of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. fame for the Mar- Marvel movies. Uh, really good cast here. Uh, it's about kind of the first major battle in uh, Vietnam and uh, you know, soldiers on both sides and, you know, plans of attack and staying alive and that kind of stuff. And I'd never seen it. I don't even think I hadn't heard of it. It's good. I enjoyed it about two hours and 18 minutes. And uh, yeah, it is on Netflix, I think through the end of this month. So it won't be there for long. I, I saw it when it, came out 20 years ago Uh, here's my one memory of it and you'll have to confirm if it's real uh it introduced me to the idea of like when a soldier dies they have to go to their house to tell the person oh yeah does it happen in this movie yeah okay that's what i remember that's the only thing i remember about it yeah they uh Uh, i couldn't tell you who died but getting western unions left and right yeah but i was like that's what they did and that seems like fucked up but all right how else are they gonna do it i don't know yeah how do they do it now (laughs) Probably Facebook. get a text. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, what's your uh, second one? Uh, another Netflix thing, uh, The Witcher Season 2, uh, fantasy series with uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, there are cool things to this show, but it's not that good. I wish it was better. I like The Witcher universe, uh, but it's, it's like there's too many characters. It would be better if they put like names underneath the characters while they're talking because <laughs> it's like it's so hard to keep track of it and it's like it's, it's a better job this season where like the last year the la- the first season the stuff took over took place over different timelines and was really fucking confusing uh but this season wasn't over different timelines and was still kind of confusing who everyone was so uh i don't know i mean if they make this every couple years and it's eight episodes i'll probably end up watching just to for the hope that it's good but um yeah, that's not great. Mm-hmm. But there's some there were some cool effects for a Netflix show. I'd say like there's cool monsters and shit they used to kill. But 
Yeah, it's just very it's very different from like Game of Thrones. It's not like politics. It's like killing beasts and shit. You know. Whoa. Meh. <laughs> Doesn't do it for me. You don't like tree people or uh, yeah, giant, hard to believe, right? Giant bugs that you have to like <laughs> cut their head off. No, I don't like small bugs. All right, you ready for my? This is my second one. Yeah. I watched and I purchased it. Uh, and it took me about a week to get around to watching it. 007, No Time to Die from 2021. Daniel Craig's send off. Have you seen this, Andy? Yes, I did see okay, it. So I'm not I'm not going to go too much into it because I don't know who how many spoilers I could ruin and that kind of stuff. But it it was good. Don't get me wrong. It just it was so uh, like not bond. Like if that makes sense, like. I mean, there's 20 other, you know, 24 other Bond movies. And it's like, they're all kind of the same. This was the first one where it really like advanced the plot. And like he had a kid and you know, just yeah. different repercussions. And, uh, you know, they're always like, oh, he's retired for f- the first four minutes of the movie. And then he's back uh, like this one. He's retired for a while. And, and you know, he's slowly back um, so much so that he was replaced. And I, I guess for the. I don't know. I, I had read online like we're never going to replace, you know, Bond will always be a guy and he'll also always be British. Well, this movie, I mean, it didn't they're last, but you're technically correct. <laughs> James Bond is a name. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. They also made her very annoying. I couldn't stand that lady. That was 007. OK. Did you like her character? I thought she was cool in the beginning when you didn't know who she was yeah exactly <laughs> before you know who she is but yeah they don't, uh, they don't give her like oh very much to do in the you know the big scene at the end they kind of make like, her the enemy for a while like you're like oh, this yeah she's trying annoying. to catch him and everything but yeah it's like it's also it makes sense they wouldn't give her like the best scenes at the end because it's not her movie <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. um it's also funny billy mcnewson kind of just he's getting typecast as a bad guy as a villain uh, nothing comes to mind, but I know he's in movies and I know he's usually bad. Um, he was, um, he's in the Polly. big short. He was Polly in the, that, the Sopranos movie. Oh, there <laughs> you was go. 25 year old Polly or whatever. It was. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. it, had fun gadgets and stuff. And, um, I don't know. The trailer also kind of gave away more than that should have that car scene with his, uh, Aston Martin, his vintage, Way too cool. We shouldn't have given that up in the uh, yeah in the trailer. Also, pretty funny, and a lot of reviews were pissed. Like all of the scenes that Anna de Armas is in are in the trailer. Like she's in like four minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, she's it was second a quick build thing. person on here. Um, but it was a great four minutes. <laughs> yeah, she was she was really good as a you know American spy. Uh, also bummed that they killed Felix. Mm-hmm. But again, it's the end of the story, so yeah. it's not like he, he will be, be reborn. In the next season yeah. anyway. Um, I enjoyed it. I'll definitely rewatch it. I uh, actually was going to go and kill some time the other day and watch like the you know how iTunes gives you extras and things like that. The only extra is the forty-five minute you know becoming Bond that was free on Apple TV before it all came out. So I already had watched it, which is kind of a bummer. I like seeing you know deleted scenes or goofs or anything like that that they may add. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely rewatch it. Um, it's no Casino Royale, and uh, even Skyfall for that matter. I think I could rewatch those a lot more. Yeah, I think that's what I said. It's definitely better than the other two Daniel Craig movies. Yeah, but probably not as good as the other two. And I did. <laughs> I I have to give the, it some credit though. I liked that it did bring back the Bond era villain volcano uh, island <laughs> lair. Um, those have been missed, I think, in the Bonds. They're fun. Why the hell not have those? Like, The Incredibles even did it. Um, and then he's making poisonous plants. Like, eh, pretty good. You know, that's very, like, 60s vibe for Bond, I feel like. Yeah, he's a poison liked, dealer. It's like, what the fuck is I, that? Yeah, <laughs> I, liked, I liked that part, at least. So, worth it. I mean, I got it for, I think, 12 bucks. It was on sale. I don't know if it's still there. Um because who knows where this thing is going to end up. I'm surprised it's not on Prime already since I bought this. But um, yeah, you could still just buy it or rent it. Okay. Well, you ready for, for mine here? Let's hear it. Uh, Pam and Tommy on Hulu. This is the uh, Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee Hulu series. Uh, three episodes came out. The first 
day when it was out. I think now episode four will be out uh, right now. Uh, a whole lot of fun. Uh, I was always looking forward to this. Uh, it's got Seth Rogen, um, probably the lead character. He's the uh, the guy who ends up with the tape. So if you don't know the story, there was a these two uh, were married, uh, Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee. So her of Baywatch, him of Motley Crue. They got together and had a very like tabloid style uh, aff- affair, and they got they got married, and then eventually there was a, a sex tape that got put out on the on the internet. So. This kind of tells that story and it does it with different characters, different perspectives. So like the first episode is all about Seth Rogen's character and how he gets involved in this. And then uh, the next episode goes back to how Pam and Tommy Lee met. And it's uh, wild. There's lots of uh, prosthetic genitals, I'll say. Uh, which is That's part of the story. We all know. Uh a lot, of, a lot of 90s music, which is enjoyable. Although it doesn't all make sense because this takes place in 95 and they had like Steal My Sunshine. Like I think that's from like 97 or something, right? Ooh. But it's a great song, so can't be too upset. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it, you could tell it was going to be fun. The The first three episodes were directed by Craig Gillespie who did um, I, Tanya and Cruella and it's like, Ah, pretty good. It's a good, good flair there, like good, like silliness. So, uh, I thought it was going to be good, and then yeah. So, Pam and Tommy are played by uh, Sebastian Stan, who was in I Tanya, and then uh, Lily James, who is doesn't look anything. I would say like like Pamela Anderson, but they did like an incredible job, and I think it's like one of those things that takes three hours to put the makeup and everything on, and like I said, prosthetics. Uh, <laughs> So it's like, oh, they did a great job with this. And I um, want to see where this goes. It's also got uh, Nick Offerman. He's like a shady porn producer. So uh, I think it's definitely worth watching. I think it's only eight episodes. So, And there's uh, I don't, there's not going to be a sequel. I, we know where the story goes. Yeah. I'd be like, and then Borat tried to kidnap her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. All right, you ready for my third? Yeah. I'll be uh, discreet about this since you haven't watched any of it. I watched the first episode of Reacher last night on uh, Amazon Prime. Just came out. All nine episodes are available. It's already been picked up uh, for a second season. Uh, Alan Richson is terrific as it. He, like you were saying, I think when we were talking about the show coming out, he's actually a gigantic man compared to Tom Cruise. Although looking it up in the first episode, he tells them he's six foot five. Uh, he's six foot two on IMDb. But again, camera all that kind of fun stuff um it's good it's funny um there's one scene where he's confronted in a jail by uh you know one of the king gang guys and he's like something uh he's like you know you're in my house fat so you you step back if if you don't want to be carried out in a bucket and uh you know there's beating up after that and uh so far, it's very good. I mean, I think it was like 50 minutes, the first episode. I think they're all around 45, 50 minutes. Um, I like the Richer series, and uh, from what I understand, each ep- or each season is a different book. So Okay. It's yeah, good. I mean, he's just like a, just a former military guy who just like does badass shit. And go yeah, and they trials. go over, you know, <laughs> his honor medals and, you know, yeah. different things throughout his career and, and war. And... Uh, yeah, he's uh, very smart too. He, yeah, it's good. It's funny. It's witty, and uh, there's a lot of beating up people. It seems very much like a throwback to like '90s. So, yeah, like that. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking it out. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of things. A lot of things to get to. Yeah. But what's your final one, Andy? Uh, the last one I watched is uh, Best Picture nominee, Nightmare Alley. So. Oh, uh, you've been aching to watch this I, one. I did want to talk about how it got to HBO and Hulu, because I think it's uh, kind of interesting. So uh, if you so know... is you, it on both separately? Well, yeah, it's on either one, so... Because I have both. Yeah, so. <laughs> you can choose which one. I don't know which stream it is better, actually. Sh- it shows everything on HBO on Hulu. 
because I yeah. have Hulu or HBO through Hulu. Oh, okay, yeah. So I wouldn't. I don't know if it's not on. Uh, no, it's on. It's on either one if you open uh-huh. up either app. So, um, if you remember, Disney bought Fox, so they bought 20th Century Fox, mm-hmm. uh, the movie studio, and some other assets included a few years back. Um, but HBO already had a pre-existing deal with 20th Century. So, like, they get their movies first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, typically, like, a movie goes to theaters. It doesn't come to HBO for, like, six months or something like that. Uh, but the deal with uh, HBO was not that it could only go to HBO, but it had to go to HBO first. So, Disney realized that they could put the movie on HBO and then on Hulu right away. So they just like, yeah, just, we'll just put it on HBO. We won't wait six months. We're just going to put it on there right away. Um, Pretty good. So uh, that's great. We got So you could w- watch it if you have either service, uh, but also means these movies are coming quicker because this is just kind of the new standard now. No, everyone's going to forget if you wait six months. So um, so it's not just Nightmare Alley that's uh, – Nightmare Alley's here already, but uh, the movie Antlers, which I really wanted to see, is coming this week, and then uh, French Dispatch the following week. Oh, yeah, pretty good. Um, so both part of that deal of they're part of Disney, I guess now technically part of 20th century, uh, they'll go to HBO like right away because the sooner it goes to HBO, the sooner it can get to Disney's own shit. So uh, I was really excited when I saw like, wait, this is coming out already. And this is great because I really want to see this movie. And it is very good. Guillermo del Toro is a very good filmmaker. knows how to create creepy atmospheres and weird characters and uh it's all of that and it is a thrilling story it's it's basically two it's a two-part movie i'd say not not two parts but like it's it's two halves i'd say it's pretty distinct let's say i'm reading uh, that uh in the trivia it was uh where'd it go most of the scene early scenes were filmed after production was suspended from covid bradley cooper used that time to lose 15 pounds and appear younger that makes sense because yeah, it's there's it's supposed to be a time time gap. Um, and yeah, the second half of it is really like tense and everything, uh, while the first half really deals more with the uh, carnival type type stuff. So introducing all the uh, the crazy characters, your Ron Perlman and Willem Dafoe and stuff like that. So it's like it's a huge cast of people, and then in the yeah. second half, it's more more about Bradley Cooper. Um, so it's really good, but one of the, one of the weird things about it is, yeah, Bradley Cooper's character. I don't they, they don't say how old he's supposed to be, but it seems like he should be like maybe late twenties. <laughs> like people are calling him kid, and it's like he's. I mean, the premise he's just like kind of on the run. You don't really know what his situation is, and he just stumbles he's upon this fifty years old. Yeah, so he just kind of stumbles upon this carnival, and, and like, hey, you need some work, and he's all right, and he just you know works at the carnival and ends up helping various people out and learning shit. And then, uh, but yeah, he is again, almost 50 years old. And it's like, Oh, come on, kid. We'll teach you how it works. And it's like, I guess yeah, if you're willing you to Defoe, up, you could be one of us. Yeah. If you're willing to he is a kid to you, but, uh, it's like, it would have made sense if the actor was like 26 or something. Um, but Bradley Cooper is, is so good that it, it's fine. It's like, uh, would you rather have an, uh, someone who was 26 or do you want like a really, really good actor like Bradley Cooper? And it's like, I'd rather choose Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Um, and I was happy that there's just so many people. Like Kate Blanchett, uh, Richard Jenkins, um, Holt McElhaney, or whatever. <laughs> he's in like everything. He just always yeah. shows up in things. You're like, hey, he's, yeah. He's good. Mindhunter. Yeah, he's like, look, there's no more, if there's no more Mindhunter, I will just show up everywhere else to remind mm-hmm. you. Uh, Noah Vosa, uh, David uh, Strathern. Yep, he's... The River Wild. He's really good. It's it's not a big role, but he's very important to, to the whole plot here. It's, um, the other problem I had with the movie is while I really liked it, there's a part that I'd say is very disturbing to me. And I'd say the ending left me cold more than... It's not an inspiring ending, which it's like well, I don't know if you expect it to be. Uh, but it was like... Uh, very hard, very hard for me to watch, I would say. And not in like a like gore type of way. Just kind of like, oh. Interesting. But that's what they're going for, you know? So very yeah. effective. 
Uh, and it's, it's, it's free. It's on HBO. So yeah, it is, it is I'll, too long. It is too long though. Two and a half hours. It's like you got, you didn't need to do that, but it's an interesting enough movie. I'll see about getting around to it. Yeah. And you could watch it. You could watch it in two halves. Like there is a distinct middle point. So if you're like, that's too, that's too long for me. You could definitely watch this over two nights and be perfectly fine. All right. Well, anything else to add? Uh, that is it. All right. Well, that'll do us. You've been listening. That'll do it. Not, I don't know what I said. Uh, you've been listening to episode 257 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. <laughs>